This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. One Rental at a Time, and this is, of course, your daily financial news. A couple of quick announcements. One, I'm still battling with AT&T uh, to get my home network set up. Yesterday, again, I am, I am spending money to hopefully make this channel uh, quality a little bit better. Uh, but I am without a home network for at least 24 more hours. So any content that will be coming from the channel will be done from my phone, uh, my computer, kaput. Uh, but also you will see behind me a second banner. Yes, I am serious about this 500 goal between June 1st and May 31st of next year. Here's the deal. Also, I've gone out and got postcards that I want to send you, the followers, subscribers, students of mine. If you let me know about a deal that's closed from June 1st, so again, what is that, 10 days ago, 11 days ago, uh, you uh, can go ahead and send me your address. Probably just DM me or email me your address, and I will get these off to you. I actually printed 1,500 of these because I believe in you. I think we are going to crush this number. Uh, so at least 500, but I got 1,500 ready to rock and roll. I got the first ah, ah, batch of them right here ready to go out. So again, get me your address, tell me about the deal, and I will send one of these to each and every one of you. So again, if you don't know what we're talking about here, this is a real estate channel. That's all we talk about. If you're interested in figuring out your market, understanding good, great, you want to be a part of a like-minded community, get the course, How to Get Started, One Rental at a Time, join the Facebook group, let's have some fun, let's change our financial futures and all of that stuff. So, I actually like that sign. Yeah, I'm glad that's back there. All right, on to the daily financial news. Uh, a couple of things. Um, the 10-year note. We come out with a smoking hot CPI number at 5%, and uh, the 10-year note falls, right? The 10-year note heading into the auction or into the CPI announcement was about 1.5253, something like that. As of this morning, I saw it at 1.45. So that's not normally what you would think. To me, it tells me that the Fed is being, they've always, they're, they're already uber aggressive, What's beyond uber-aggressive, like uber-aggressive squared, cubed? It's something, something just feels odd. But we'll see. We'll see what's happening. At, uh, yeah, CPI at 5 and the 10-year goes down. Hmm, go figure. A couple of things about inflation that I think are accurate that are being told to us is people are calling for the inflation to be hottest over the summer. I think that's accurate. We have year-on-year -year compares, which are uh, easy, uh, but we also have some kind of flux. Uh, last month when we talked, we talked about used cars. 
This month, the largest contributor to the CPI number was actually housing. Cost of housing. So I dug into that a little bit, and I just don't know. I just don't understand, right? I don't, I mean, I've always held government statistics with a little bit of, hmm, really? This one really gets your goat. So Fed housing, cost of inflation, uh, was up 2.2%. Everything I've looked at, both housing and rent, it's more like double digits. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if we have a lag because sometimes the data is, is slow. So maybe next month we'll see a larger housing cost input. The other thing with CPI is there's a lot of trade-offs, right? If steak gets too expensive, you buy chicken. If plane tickets go up like last month, you drive, right? You, there are optional things. Housing is not one of them. The need for shelter doesn't go away. It may move. You may move towns, move units, but shelter doesn't go away. So this Fed inflation for housing is suspect, but we'll see what happens next month. Uh, on the earnings front, we did have a couple that I called out over the weekend report. Uh, Chewy, online pet store, kind of just cranking. They beat top and bottom. Uh, but like many companies, they are highlighting labor shortages and still highlighting supply chain issues. It'll, it'll be nice. It'll, supply chain issues, I think, work themselves out over the next three to six months. But that labor shortage, right? We, we are going, we have, and we are going to have more of wage inflation. Uh, I think Chipotle was just the greatest example of that earlier in the week where they were out front of labor raising um, minimum wage or the minimum they will pay. And uh, then they had to raise the cost of your favorite burrito. Uh, next up, Dave and Buster's. This is one I called out on Sunday. I think when we talked about the week ahead, it's like, what's going on there? Right. Dave and Buster's, if you don't know, it's like a adult video game, Chuck E. Cheese thing, where basically you socialize in big groups and you touch video games and you enjoy pizzas and you just have a good time together. So they were uh, struggling the last year. Uh, however, they beat top and bottom, top meaning revenue, bottom meaning earnings. They actually earned 40 cents a share this quarter when they were predicted by analysts to lose 16 cents. That's a pretty big beat. Uh, and again, they were very clear uh, in their announcement that each of their facilities is facilities is seeing a week-on-week -week increase, which is what you would hope for. Next up, got to shout out uh, Tesla Model S Plaid. Uh, if you ever wanted a car that goes 0 to 60 or whatever it is in two seconds, that's your car. And it's actually a four-door uh, it was funny. I saw an article about a Tesla racing a Bugatti. A Bugatti is one of those silly cars that costs like three or four million dollars, and the Tesla beat it. How embarrassing is that? You can buy like twenty-five Teslas for the cost of one Bugatti, and the Bugatti got its ass kicked. It's hilarious. Little note: one of the silliest things I ever did is tried to race a Tesla with my uh, my nice car, and it smoked me off the line. But once we got to about 80 or 90, I kicked its ass. But yeah, they're ridiculously fast off the line. It's not, it's not even fair. 
A couple articles I read about uh, folks regretting buying housing. It uh, looks like 64% of millennials regret buying housing, only 33% of baby boomers. Uh, a couple of things in the article that jumped out at me. One is uh, some people are feeling rushed into buying and or settling, like this is kind of what I want. You get it. The last year has been very low supply, uh, but don't let that happen. Uh, another one is surprise maintenance cost. I mean, I guess if you've been a renter your whole life and you're now an owner, you know, houses, stuff breaks. Uh, and then a lot, then the last one is a lot of people rated their emergency funds to, um, to afford the house, which is uh, not a great idea. You got to rebuild that emergency fund. It uh, looks like there's now more and more talk about when the Fed's going to talk about talking about, you know, kind of backing off this uh, flooding the system with money. It looks like the current guess, and it's just a guess, is they're going to talk about it officially in August or September, which will be reduced QE or reduced bond purchases. And then they will actually physically stop buying as much early next year. We shall see. Uh, inflation is running hot. It will likely run hot all summer. Uh, we will see what's going on. And then the last one, kind of the headline of this, um, I guess the, the title on this video, I found an article that talked about the 10 reasons why not, not, not to buy housing or a rental property. I'm going to go through all 10 and uh, we'll talk about them. Uh, we'll do them quickly here. I might actually talk to some of these with my experts that I speak with each week, uh, but I'll just go top down. Supply is limited. I don't know about you, but that's probably not a reason not to buy. Supply is limited. It's like, that's a reason I want to buy. So you're wrong. Prices are skyrocketing. Folks, if you follow my course, we know it's not about price. It's about payment and payments about affordability. Everybody pointing at prices doesn't understand how this system works. It goes back to payments, and payments go back to affordability. If that said affordability is low, I'd have to agree. But pointing at price in a world where interest rates are half what they used to be, it's either stupid or wrong, and I'll let them pick whatever they want. Inflation may be coming. They actually said that. Inflation may be coming is a reason not to buy. Man, these articles are so bad. Folks, if you're following my course, you're part of this, this one rental at a time family, do yourself a favor, get 30-year fixed rate debt, then you don't care. You don't care if inflation is coming. In fact, at some level, you want it if you have fixed rate debt. Inflation is coming is a reason not to buy. Seriously? Come on. Real estate is not liquid. Yeah, again, that's a good thing, right? It's not really emotional. You can't just wake up, have a bad day, and hit the sell button. Uh, the fact that real estate is not liquid is a good thing. It is also means that you shouldn't you shouldn't trade it, right? There are transaction costs, and you know there's little fluctuations in the market. You know, real estate's not liquid. I don't know pros and cons. I call it even. Real estate carries extra cost. Duh. Are you, really? I mean, it, that's that's a reason not to own. That's why you get rent. That's why you have, you know, budget for capital expenses and repairs. And I can't believe somebody actually wrote this article. I'm not even done yet. There's still more coming. 
may not get a deduction. So I think what they're talking about in that example is owner occupants, not investors. And I think they're talking about folks who itemize versus not itemize their returns. If you follow my channel, we get a deduction. It's called interest expense because we are we are buying an asset and has debt and we can we can deduct it. So again, I don't know what they're talking about. Returns may be market specific. <laughs> I can't believe somebody wrote this. Yeah, real estate is hyper local, folks. And um yeah, I mean some markets are are really good and some aren't as good. But again, if you Follow what we talk about and you do your homework and you know what yield is. If the yield in your market is 8% and you find 8s and 10s, you win. You win. Ah, oh, these people. Purchase is highly leveraged. Really? That's a reason not to buy because purchase is highly leveraged? If you know my story, you know I don't talk about appreciation. I don't count it. Any of that good stuff. So you've got a cash flow day one. You've got to use fixed rate debt. <laughs> Purchase is highly leveraged. That's one of the best things, right? You, you put down 5%, 10%, 20%, 25%, and you get all the gains. You get all the cash flow. You're not splitting it with somebody else. Ugh. Price is a best guess. <laughs> I can't believe this. Again, if you follow what we do here at One Rental at a Time or you're part of the group, uh, we talk about yield, right? We try to understand how hard our money is working. It is not a guess. It's freaking math, right? You don't guess with math. Uh, uh, and then the last one, investment properties require a lot of work. Well, they can. Uh, I have nearly 200 units and I spend about two hours a week sometimes. These people are crazy. In the end, I thought that was hilarious list of 10. Uh, the only one that I will give them that you could look at is maybe even was in uh, real estate's not liquid. I see goodness in that. I think you could, you know, you could argue the other way if you wanted. But the other nine are jokes. Yes, and as Daryl uh, Zuber, not, no relation, but it's funny. We have the same last name. Just said in the chat here, uh, uh, equity equals wealth, folks. Do yourself a favor. Get on the property ladder. If you don't have an owner-occupied house, get on get on the property ladder if it makes sense for you, if you're going to stay for the next five to 10 years. If you want to change your financial future, set a personal goal of getting to four. If you can get to four rental properties, your life's different. If you get to four and you want to continue, then, then your next goal is 10. If you want help, I have a great online course with thousands of students called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. If you are in that course already, make sure you join the Facebook group called One Rental at a Time Works. Uh, we're almost up to 1,000 um, members of that course, and that's where people are putting their deals. That's where I'm sure people will DM me their addresses so I can mail you one of these. Folks, I look forward to getting to 500. I'm going to keep talking about it because the more I talk about it, the more you tell me about deals closing. I can't wait to tell you what the number on Sunday. Last week, we did seven. We're going to do more this week. It's going to be... I'll tell you this month, it'll be the biggest number we've ever done in a week. I'm going to leave that tease right here. Have fun, everybody. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful Friday. Great weekend if, you don't, if we don't talk to you. But I will be back tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. Hopefully, I will have a home network. If I don't, 
I have to figure something else out because I want to do a live Q&A if I can. If I can't, I'm sorry, but we will try. Bye.